are, and welcome to the best of 2022 episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where we talk about all of our favorite things according to a random selection of categories that we make up ourselves. And uh, I just want to kick off by saying it's great to be doing this episode in person with both of you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's pretty special mm-hmm. to be here together. Happy New Year. So, yeah. yeah. Becky hates New Year's. I really don't like New Year's. Oh. There's like things that I care so, so, so much about, like birthdays. Birthdays are and all my love and to food. Yeah. New Year's is the opposite end for me. I negative care about it. I, I want, I've, I gladly would cancel celebrating New, New Year's. New Year's is, New Year's is not a thing I care about specifically as an activity. If there's a thing I want to do, like go see fish on New Year's or sit in my house. No, it, for me, it makes it less fun. Like mom's planning what's going to be a fantastic party for New Year's Eve. I, I have no doubt it's going to be wonderful. I a karaoke machine to her house. Yeah. Let's not get into that. But, um, <laughs> but knowing that it's on. Probably a second apartment. one, by the way, because when she called me and asked me about a karaoke machine, I definitely said, mom, you have one because... The last time we did New Year's at your house, you yeah, had I think she had to buy one. Yeah, but but because it's for and in celebration of New Year's Eve, it makes me already not like the party, and I feel terrible about that because I know Mom's planning this amazing party that it, everyone's going to love. We're all going to have the best time, but I automatically don't want to go because it's celebrating New Year's. See, for me, if there's a thing happening, like I said, like a concert or some other thing, and it happens to be on New Year's, that's fine. But then it's it's mitigated by the amount of inconvenience associated with it. So, for example, New Year's at mom and dad's house is mitigated. Like, the fact that I have to travel to another city is, is a drag. But the fact that once I get to that city, I don't have to step outside again is a huge plus. Fine, yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, I mean, my, my rule was the reason we're throwing a party is because my rule was I will come to see you in Philadelphia, but I will not leave the apartment. Yeah, Lily, it's Lily and Jose that are the wild cards. They're the ones who I, like, yeah, we will only never, attend your party. Way, I have never gone have out. Go I have else. never gone out on New Year's Eve and have had fun what about and have it been Hold worth on a second. It. We went to fish in Miami I've and then we went Square. to IHOP. I've been in New York. Fine, State. that's the one time. We threw up Lily and I threw a New Year's party. At the country. I've had some I have a good track record with New Year's. I'm fine. Lily and I threw a great party. I don't even like to get into it. The question is, will mom be able to hear the karaoke? I know because mom Oh, is she gonna be Bluetooth right into it? She'll be hearing too much karaoke. We were at a restaurant the other day and she was like, Oh, I can hear the music through my hearing aids. (laughs) (laughs) Mom's hearing aids. Have you called her and talked to her on the phone through her hearing aids? It's it's, they're not good as iPods. AirPods. Mom's hearing aids are a hundred percent the best of twenty twenty two. Yeah. Because she, the, she'll be upset that we're outing her that she has hearing aids. Is she? I think the hearing aids out her that she has <laughs> hearing aids. No, they're very discreet. They're very discreet. Yes, looking. but when she answers the phone as if she has a microchip in her head, somebody <laughs> might ask. Hello? <laughs> you get video. You're like, hello? Can you? I think somebody might ask where me? where her phone the is. aliens are talking to me. I mean, she's so like. She's very know. cute. It, Asher, poor Asher was... Um, crying that's my little one was crying next to her and she was like oh my god lily and i was like mom you've never complained about asher crying and she's like it's the pitch it's the pitch <laughs> and i was it's... like just take the things out i'm so sorry but also it's unclear to me when they're actually on are they do you, do you have a sense of when they're on and when they're not no 
I, I don't think I spent enough time with her around, like, with the hearing aid, aids in, because she just got them. This is, like, a late addition to 2022. Yeah, but they came in. They're like they're like an Oscar movie that gets dropped, like, mid-December. Like the Fablemans. And yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. An Oscar I, movie. Honestly, gets... we can cancel the whole show and just talk about how much I love that movie. That can be a different episode. Um, but that could that might be one of your best. Of the... So, anyway, so the winner, all over my so the winner of 2022, 2022 is Mom, of course. With her incredible performance. I don't know. I kind of want a little bit of credit for 2022 for what we pulled off for Lily's birthday. This is true, too. I need a little bit of, like, 2022 best Seems to have credit. traumatized the two of you, and I think birthdays have been canceled after that. I, I don't want my Shine own I, presence. Shine and I keep being like, no, no more, more birthdays. We're no not more buying birthdays. anything. No I said, birthday. at breakfast, I went to breakfast with Allie and Becky, just the girls, and I was like, so, Jose's turning 45 in March. Both 45 is not a both real birthday. Like, like, there's no half milestones. No half milestones. <laughs> we can't do it. Yeah. We can't do it. 75 maybe, but not 45. Yeah, yeah. 45 gets nothing. Yeah. 45, you can take him on a That's trip. That's what Becky said. That's what we all said. Yeah, yeah. We agreed. That's a you take him on a trip situation. Um, uh, uh, all right, let's get to these categories. Okay, we got a lot of categories. Okay, I'm just going to run down the categories, and people are going to answer, and some of them make sense, and some of them don't make sense. Okay, Lily, what was the funniest thing this year for you? You know, I feel like I don't get to watch a lot of comedy because my partner at home makes me watch just terrifying things. So I, I it's wonder hard if we could do me. this rapid fire if we're yeah. going to get through everything. Okay. So we're already getting a lot of backstory as to why you like, don't have a lot of answers. Okay. I feel like the, one of the funniest things for me was the amount we got to repeat the lines from Inventing Anna. That was one of the best gifts of, of the pop. But that wasn't question, and it's a very long answer. Okay, so funniest of 2022. It's it's Shorzy. Yeah, I think. Shorzy. You just read my like you always do that. I'm just saying it's Shorzy. I'm not. I'm getting my own outline. I'm not participating in the Google Doc anymore because I I always write my answers on, and then she answers for me. Lily does a few things. Lily, not only does (sighs) she does that, she also recounts your conversation off podcast. As what? if that, like she always says, like we were just talking about this earlier. Yes. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, like we were just talking about this before. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my, I'm so annoyed right now. I feel like this whole episode has been ruined for me. Why? Because right. I feel like we all agree that was the Yeah, best but I also don't feel like you to take the words out of my mouth. But it's true though. That's the only funny show Yes, year. but I, the you didn't write it down. I mean, you I two love, dumb dumbs, you two dumb dumbs, put your list together. No one put, put it on it. Down. I put it on. I'm not, I'm not going in the Google Doc. You can put the questions in the Google Doc. My answers are going separate. That's, but I have him. In my notes. That's I fine. I don't need other proof places. that you're prepared for the um, episode. I love that for you. It's very funny. And bros was very funny, but I can't think of that many funny things. It was going to be Shorzy and Letterkenny, but. I, I, I would Literally. say the I don't in- think Letterkenny's as funny as I can't podcast with her right okay, now. Okay, so, so hold on a second. A couple of things. Let me let me sort this out. Number one, the introduction of us to the Letterkenny universe via Shorzy, I think, was an overwhelming development in things that I laugh at because yeah. the the words, the repeating spoiler that Becky thought Shorzy was funny. It's <laughs> not that. It's that. I wrote, wrote it down. One note down in a three-page <laughs> outloud. Uh, Lana, she wants to make sure she gets credit for. Okay, it. I want to be second. able to say, yeah, because I haven't prepared much else, but that I prepared, but, so I like the opportunity here, to say. I, I want to say and something. Shorzy is more accessible, but now <laughs> having watched Letter ten Kenny. seasons of Leonard Kenny and the eleventh one just dropped, it's just funny in such an extraordinary. Way. It's it's masterfully funny. It's like there are things that are not 
funny, but the repeating there is a scene where they just quote tragically hip lyrics in a town meeting that's one of my favorite things i've ever seen in my life like letter kenny shorzy has given us some some roundabout type shorzy distills a lot of what's great at letter kenny and is a more accessible show either way okay funniest thing okay scariest thing for me is definitely moshari 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 sure. was watch on Vimeo. You can watch it on Vimeo. Touching in X, X was pretty horrifying <laughs> to me. That that still makes my neck kind of curl up, like everything, like my toes curl and I get all like, eh. but uh, but Moshari is the biggest jump scare. Yeah, New Hashumayan Moshari. That was an incredible. Watch it on Vimeo. It's watch twenty-two it on Vimeo. minutes and it's worth it. Yeah, it's amazing. And then I don't. I, I stopped Did you watching mean to write the, the Witcher in the No, I stopped watching The Watcher on Netflix because What's I was just Because you were like, it's where's the, Henry we like, Cavill? No. <laughs> Did he leave no. this show too? No. Is he really leaving? He's he left. He's gone. gone. And he got fired as Superman all in the same month. He's having a but can sense. can he go back to The Witcher now that he's not gonna be Superman? No, I don't think he's going back. No, I think he burnt that bridge. Yeah, I think he didn't he burnt like that. where they were going with the story. They have a Hemsworth now. The smallest one. Well I gotta tell you, I'm playing the video game and that horse is not dead. I know. So clearly they didn't need to kill the horse. I feel like he probably was like, you're killing the horse. I'm out. (laughs) Um, The Watcher was the, it's on Netflix. It's like a uh, Bobby Cavanaugh and Naomi Watts. Oh God. No, I read read the article about about the true story. story. I had to take a Xanax to go to sleep after that. I was so terrified. I watched the first two episodes and then I just turned to my husband and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's so upsetting. It's, it's so, so deeply it's, uh, upsetting. Yeah, so I, I passed Because on that no show. one gets murdered. Like, not, nothing happens to anyone, so you're constantly living with this. Well, in the in the fear. true story, but in the show, they murder they a lot of people. They kill a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. Well, in the true story, Anyways, no it was just, I was just like, that was the thing this year that I was like, ugh, I don't want to watch that. And Black Phone, which I never saw, but like, I'm annoyed at Ethan Hawke for that movie. You're just scared of... Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to watch. that's your kind of movie. No, but like, there's you a like lot of like... You like an insidious kids. haunted piece of no, furniture. But, no, but no, but I just feel like, I feel like he there's a bridge too far, Black Phone, so... And the fall was kind of fun. That was like a fun scare. I'm afraid of heights, so I found that very. The fall. The fall was intense. X, which which we just recently watched, I was. Think that's scary, I'm though. just very upset that you had me watch X, not telling me that you had the fall in a back pocket somewhere for the next. I, I didn't even know it did not. until the minute the, that it, we found it. Like, we I didn't found know. it on like scrolling through Amazon. Yeah. So the algorithm is like who's not in the room, and that's what we'll put on. Yeah. I guess because like I, I I've seen the preview for Fall many times and never, never wanted to see it. I've never seen. I was it. voting it for existed. when we were alone. I was voting to watch Pearl, the prequel to X. <laughs> no one, everyone because I because X was. I have no interest in any part awful. of that story okay. or the article. Right. All right, so scariest. It's a worst of music, music. So okay, so music moments. This one is always so important to me. I'm going to lead this off, and I think the first the, the first one on my list is I think maybe the first one on all of our lists, and that is. RRR. I have another one. The dance sure. scene in RRR. And when I say the yeah. dance scene, there is the dance off, but then there is also the best friends dance. <laughs> where they carry each other on each other's shoulders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which then pays off. Which later pays off in the at movie, the end of the movie. movie. Show me an adult man piggybacking on his shoulders, another adult man. Yeah. If you're in not going to bring the first it back. Act. In the first act. <laughs> You're not bringing then it show back. it to me in the third. I mean, it's and very, it's incredible. Very. So that to me was was because it was Absolutely. unlike anything I've ever seen. And then I coming back to X, I think the scene where Britney Snow sings "Landslide" was so incredibly terrifying and skin crawling, and and in X. and encapsulating this theme of 
right? What, what's scary about X isn't that it's a horror movie. It's this like notion of oh, what beauty. Oh, they go into that montage, yeah. that terrifying montage. Like and and, and when you listen to the words, so good. I mean, it just basically the movie tells you like old people are disgusting. Well, <laughs> that's that's, what the about. I think the movie is criticizing the fact that people think old people are and disgusting. society push like makes people like old people grotesque. It's definitely fighting for more sexualization of very, very old people, very old, like in their nineties. <laughs> Yeah. And and then And it's a warning that they might die from sex. <laughs> so, or from carrying dead bodies. It could be either one. You could have a heart attack from pretty much anything. So you oh, might like, as well don't have be sex. a murderer when you're really old. No, I think it's also saying that just because you have a heart condition doesn't mean you shouldn't have sex because you might just die from carrying a dead body. So enjoy having sex. Yeah. When you're a hundred and pack with eggs. That, uh, and then and then uh, I think the other best moment of the year of musical moments on screen, Dan Byrne as the troubadour oh, in For Menorah sure. in the Middle. I have another one, though. Okay. Um, to me personally, there is no scene, but of any, not just music, of any form whatsoever that beats Milchek in oh, Severance. Oh, you are right. You that do is music dance experience. That's going to go music all time. Experience. That's going to go yeah. all time. That's you do not know, experience. just me and my husband in the living room, doing the moves back and forth <laughs> to each other because that episode seven, that music dance experience scene was probably one of the best so things I've ever incredible. seen jazz. It's like aggressive jazz that he puts on or something like that. Like the name of the jazz record she picks it's oh, like yeah. aggravated jazz or something. And it's just epic, epic. That scene to me is one right. of the best things I've ever seen on, and, ever. And Tremel Tillman. Tremel Tillman. Well, I don't on know. My M- MIP. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know how, Famous he was before as not an actor I was aware of, but it was like, He's a, like overnight an Emmy winner to me now. Instagram, yeah. like overnight the man's a star. And you're right, that's brilliant. That's not only best of 2022. That is, I think, best all time. all time. Like one of the best scenes ever this year or ever I've ever seen yeah. on TV. Okay, cool. all right. Any all right? Let's. Um, okay, so we're Jews. We yeah. care a lot about Jewish representation in film. What was the Jewishest thing? The Jewishest or like the Jewish I, I thing that kind of felt, that. That felt good? I'm calling well, I'll, that I'll just, category. So whatever that category is, the first thing that came to my mind was the short that we saw, which you can see on Amaletto or Amleto. I can't forget. I can't forget how to say that service. Uh, uh, Omelet, I don't know. I call it omelette like omelets, but it might okay. be called omelito. Omelito. I, I don't know. Okay. How many you can watch are there? It. Two or one? I, I don't know. Hard, one, but you can then watch it on omelito. Omelito. Um, Looks for like free. Omelet. It's called the Book of Ruth, the short film by the incredible Chen uh, Drachman. It is fantastic. It's it's beautiful and it's sort of like a family gathering around Passover where a mystery is revealed about one of the members of the family and it's beautifully done and very much centered around like World War II and Jewish families. And then um, last night, the Fablemans blew me away. Yeah. And how like it's it's subtle, the Jewishness, but it's so rich. And I find the walk that balance is the, incredibly. They incredibly feel authentically nuanced. Jewish because you're not making them Jewy. You know what I mean? I see what you, you mean. We don't no have to going, exaggerate no the going, Jew, like right. quote unquote Jewish like, characteristics. Like in it's Transparent, just, which is a great show in many ways. Water. Judith Light's accent is so heavy handed. What the like the, the shaking the and the bagel and, and the shaking like, and the neuroses and oh, the arguing with so your heavy. kids in the middle of the argument. You're making them Whereas, eat food. Like it's just it's too much. It's Whereas extra. This was woven into the fabric of the film, and it was it's just so beautiful. The little 
like the way that the mother-in-laws are each, um, they're a couple of lines each and the way that they're positioned and the little things that you see around the house that are Jewish and the, and the way in which, um, the main character, Sam faces anti-Semitism as a teenager and, and the way he reacts to it, like it all just feels uh, I, I don't know. I, the way that they did a beautiful Very job. Genuine. And and specifically in Fableman's, the way and I don't want to give anything away, but the way he in a sense resolves the anti-Semitism part really comes in the second act, third, third act, third, third, act, third, third um, act, when he's a teenager and the way he resolves it, which also is like this very deep metaphor for how Jews have navigated mm-hmm. Hollywood and, live with, and yeah. live with it and live with this, you know, yeah. that to me is live with the dual. fantastic scenes. I mean, I feel like scenes. Spielberg is talking to us on many levels when he, it, in that storyline. And I think as Jews, he's, I really feel like he is speaking to us. To me, that's the strongest part of the movie. I, that, that, that part of the movie, the, the first part is interesting mm-hmm. and very how he heartfelt. Gets, it, right, it's how he's much sharing a, his inspiration for film. And his origin story right, and how who he, he, where he came from and who right. his parents were. And it's very real. Um, but the part that blew me away was the way in which he navigated being a teenager in this school being a non-Jew and interacting with the kids who are either religious or anti-Semitic and then Especially how he ties like, it all together. We can, mm-hmm. we can say his, like, they're not really that, that quote in quotes Jewish, right? Like it's not like, they're right. not, it's, it's part of who they observant. are. It's, it's just, part of who they are, but it's not the central point of the story and it still affects oh. him. And so it's, it's, it was very, I thought it was very, so well done. And Shai, you have another thing on your list. Oh, and, and so I will, and, and then I would say the other thing is everything from David Baddiel. I was introduced mm-hmm. to the book this year, Jews Don't Count. And then his documentary. And then the documentary on Channel 4 in the UK, which is a great accompaniment to the book because it 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 elaborates and it brings some other voices into the conversation. Right. And I think Not it's really helpful. Reads. Not everybody. I mean, I didn't read the book either. I listened to him <laughs> I, narrate it, which is amazing. I highly recommend it. Yeah, 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 the, like the best book was fantastic. But, but I would just say about the book, Jews Don't Count, for those who haven't read it and want to learn about present-day anti-Semitism, this is a great entryway. For those who have a question on their mind of like, hmm, how can I be an ally to Jewish people? I don't really have an answer to that question a lot of the time, but lately my answer is look just listen to this book or read this book and I feel like I feel like by just doing that you're opening yourself up to seeing things in a certain way and like that's that's enough just go do that <laughs> and so so he's he's amazing so those are my my Jewish things but there was a lot of other I mean I feel like there was a lot of good Jewish stuff this well you guys watched the Menorah. holiday movies Menorah in the Middle Hanukkah and Rye were both delightfully authentic. You guys watched there was like a bar mitzvah movie or something. Oh yeah, thirteen. Oh. And then, thirteen and was then a very what sweet about, movie. Was this the Brad Mitzvah episode? Did that come out this year or was that last oh, year? That's that's a that's might have been. If it was, it was year. at the beginning of last year. Either way, the Brad Mitzvah was Shabbos Goy this year that we we saw it for the that first was last time. Year. That was last year. That was for sure last, last year. year. That was for but sure. I feel like we saw it for the first time. We saw it in year. March of last year, but I think it's twenty twenty one or it's before twenty twenty two. Anyways, Shabbos Goy, also available on Amleto or Amlito. So people should check that out. Always. Talia Osteen, anything she's making, people should see. No, I'm saying, but I think we saw it in 2020. Right. Um, All right. Now let's get into the nitty gritty, the big awards. Okay. This is where we're going to get into the MVPs 
the MIPs. We're not going to do LVPs unless someone has something when they talk about they truly hated. Because like that's no, you know, if we have something you truly hated, then like the Irishman set such a high bar for me of things I hate. It's really hard to come to that. <laughs> so, um, MVP Lily and uh, Becky. Sorry, MVP movies. What were your MVP movies? Of the year? Ask her first. She wrote two things in the outline. Let me go back to my outline (laughs) that I've... Look. Make sure she gets to say one of the things she wrote down. Becky, don't get mad at Lily now because Lily's just giving the people what they want. Well, people... Becky's insane reaction... Says it's not insane. Becky. If you listen to all 350 episodes, you'll <laughs> see the number of times I write something down and then you say it. Okay. Really so annoying. first of all, let's take an aside before we get to the big award and let's just talk about insane behavior. We were at a <laughs> restaurant the other night and the three of us were arguing should. over... Wait, no, hold on. I'm getting there. The three of us were arguing over who should order what and... It was Lily or Allie had to stop the conversation and just tell the waiter they're siblings. I was getting getting annoyed because Shai was ordering things for the table and I didn't know what he was ordering. And And, And, and because Lily was paying, you were worried I was going to use up all the amount of money she was willing to pay for dinner. (laughs) If I'm at the the meal, I'm happy to pay for it. It's when I... I'm She's charged for meals I wasn't at. I don't like happy to, to let other people chip in. <laughs> <laughs> so then the well, other most in. insane like behavior was the other night when I lost my mind because Lily didn't she, let me top my own pizza. I let you. <laughs> you didn't get off the couch to do it. So I don't well, know. That is a bastardization of the story. <laughs> <That is not. laughs> I, I sat around As asking Allie like a my child witness, saying, so when can I decorate my pizza? When can I decorate, decorate my pizza? All you have to do <laughs> is stand up and walk to the kitchen. No, you I was told Pizzas were for the kids, so I just sat there, mm-hmm. not eating the I'm pepperoni. I'm so happy we're going through this history <laughs> once again. <laughs> anyway, so I lost my mind. For... Shy acts insane too. That's all we're saying. <laughs> I lost my mind for about 25 minutes uh, over a pizza. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember anything I saw from January through June. I have okay. no recollection. You know, I think but I, I do remember. Writing, like, I do. January to start writing it down because as of the summer, that first six months. I, I think that's a great job for either of you. <laughs> But I will say one of my highlights of the summer was seeing um, everything everywhere all at once. That all of sure. us together, all, all of us together. But I everyone loved, everywhere in the living room loved loved that movie. That was just everything that I love. I loved how strange and original. To be fair, the that was on my was. list first because I wrote that down first. I don't think you did. Because oh. I, um, I completed the document. Oh my goodness. Um, I. I think it was- I mean, and I would say that I would take my top three, not recalling anything that happened before June, because I'm sure there were good things I saw would be everything everywhere, RRR. And as of last night, the Fablemans, Fablemans for sure, for sure is in my top movies of the year. It's a total buy. I loved it so much. And I, I know I'm going to watch it again. And those I, yeah. I feel like I just don't see that many, like those I don't are see like that the, many movies. Those are the big three I would recommend. Did, Did I you just say, I feel like I don't see that many yeah, movies. Like I, Someone I in our it. family said no, that. but I feel like well, I watch like more shows and relic. Yeah. Like I but like much more TV. What, what did I go see in, in the theaters? Oh, you know what? I mean, was the Batman from this year? Because that oh, movie was terrible. I love the Batman. The Batman was this year. It was that, that was twenty twenty two. That was great. Oh, yeah. such a and you know what? Year. I think if, if I were to do for a kids category, was, I'm gonna I'm gonna sue them for that trailer. For a that movie was three and a half hours long. That trailer makes it look like it's an hour and a half tops. For 
For kids movies, I am going to shout out to Strange World because I think that movie was wildly underrated. And I think as far as an MVP for, for kids stuff, we, we I saw a few different kids movies, like new kids movies this year that came out. And that was the one that I my kids loved the most and that I enjoyed watching with them the most. That's great. All right. Lily, what about you? Um, everything, you know, RRR and, you know, everything everywhere. I'll let Shy say his. Um, I love the things I just love. Lily's previewing the notes. Well, because she's just, she's just going to make sure I that everyone knows. my notes for yours, but I don't want to say yours because I'll get in trouble. So I'll just say I'm mine. Not gonna, you're not going to trouble with me. Okay, um, try it. Say I'm, his list. See what really happens. Go on, say his list. See how he feels. I'll, one of the things on Shai's list. One of the things on Shai's list is Top Gun, which I think we can all. I can't believe you just took Top Gun from him. He was he saw it like we four times. We all liked it. It's yeah, but he saw it the most. No, I don't own Top Gun. So I'm saying but that I mean, was a special was, experience was for great. everyone, and you can comment in a, comment in, in a second. Um, I'm just thank gonna, you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying that um, honorable mentions. I feel like are. I should have gone last. Honorable mentions are Hustle and The Adam Project. I really liked The Adam Project. That yeah, was so you fun. really liked it. Oh, that was, yeah, that was I forgot that one quickly. I but was the hustle with, with, with. And Hustle with Adam Sandler, I thought was great. That was, that was a great, great movie. I just recently and like, then there's Bullet Train and stuff, and those were fun, but those are not my MVPs. That was like a movie I definitely I, forgot I, about. I, just overall, this is going to go down as one of my favorite years of movies, like since the 90s. Like, my top movies are our Top Gun, the Weird Al movie, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I'm throwing it in there because I got to go to the mm. premiere. And that's the first time I think I've ever been to like a real premiere. Um, but like I had so many fun viewing experiences. Saw Glass Onion in the theater. And you know how much I don't like Ryan Johnson after Last Jedi. And I, I was delightful. The only movie I saw in the theater this year was the fucking Batman. So... Violent like, to be clear, everybody spirited. everybody liked Glass Onion better than Knives Out. No, I didn't. I did. I, I still didn't. think I like Knives Out. I think better. I like Knives Out. I did not. Like mean Glass Onion was a funnier. bit. I I thought that it was like Glass Onion was a bit messy, but but it was cute. I thought it was so fun. Anyways, so so my Great my to see Ed Norton. My my MVP. So if I have to say like <laughs> my best, you know, my number one movie of the year is RRR because more than Top Gun. Mm, no, Top Gun beats uh, that because RRR is unlike anything I've ever seen. But Top Gun to me is the best movie. Okay, well, let's, but let's let's move on to MVP TV shows because these are even better. Okay, so for me, I have The Bear. Yes, that's I have The Offer, which controversial in this house. I love The Offer so far. I haven't finished it, but so far I'm loving The Offer. <laughs> Uh, the Vow, just the experience of getting to watch The Vow, which is the one about the next. You know what my Lily MVP in... is? Listening to you two talk about The Vow <laughs> and then uncovering all the people in your lives that you know that have been I mean, directly recruited to that cult. That is amazing. It's how... your new podcast. Interviewing <laughs> just people. interviewing people who we didn't know were, were in Nexium or almost were in Nexium. That's amazing how close. I didn't tell you I was talking to somebody else the other day and he answered me and he goes, oh, yeah, I went to high school with Sarah Edmondson. Jesus, you can't throw a shoe in this town. Yeah, or like so and so is at her bat mitzvah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that yeah. was that experience of watching it with you. That is 15 episodes we watched of uh, an hour long show in real time together. It was insane. And season two, it's like, again, they. It's like if you watched all of Jaws and then they don't show you the shark until Jaws 2. That's right. how crazy season two And there's two years between them. Yeah, that's amazing. And then I'm loving Despite any, like, oddness about it or incompleteness about it, uh, because I haven't... Or no second season about it. Yeah, I mean, in the sense that I, I haven't finished this first season, but Willow is just so delightful, and my kids are enjoying it so much. And sometimes 
it's really cool to just like let the kids enjoy something and not have to ask all the like grown up continuity questions, right? Like the kids aren't asking us like, why is that modern song in the end of this episode? <laughs> they're just what it's all old to them en- anyway. They're just enjoying it. <laughs> they're enjoying it and they love the characters and their scenes. There's a couple of scenes that just come back over and over again. And I love, I love Willow and seeing Warwick Davis with the young cast is so much, super fun. So those are my shows. Lily, how about you? No, no, go let Becky go so she can just say. Me. All right, Becky, go. No, it's literally Lily. Same same go. Lily, but I'm I put I'm, myself below you in the order, so you would go, and then I would go. Oh, same it's as an Lily. Order of and people I'm gonna who respond to the outline. I'm second because I, Lily. I'm, right, so three I weeks ago, so I responded. I'm going last, to decide. And I just Lily said, is going, and then okay. I just will go same as Lily. I'm gonna jump a category and include a category here of I told you oh shows. Oh my god. Because I told you. Oh, shows, you're gonna just yeah, wrap it in. I'm wrapping one. in the I told you. I don't shows. have any I told you shows. Right, I'm the I only one that case. answered that category. I'm gonna wrap in my I told you shows when I give Becky and call her a genius for telling me to watch Severance, and I resisted I, re- I really had to convince you, and I was not a fan, especially since I said that I had to fast forward the first four episodes. But didn't you feel that way? I mean, there was a lot of hall acting, like walking and acting in the hallways. There's a lot of. <laughs> Acting, walking, so yes, it, but I, but I, but it was a great slow burn, and that to me um, is an I told you show for Becky, and I think the best show I saw this year. It's the show besides The Bear, which I mentioned that I talked about the most with people, being like, oh my god, you have to watch this. Then um, I think White Lotus season two was fantastic, and also gives like me so much joy. And Shorzy, which was a gift beyond anything I could have imagined for 2022. So I'm gonna agree. Shorzy and White Lotus are probably the the tops. Um, and, and I agree I'm with Shorzy. I don't yeah. dis- exclude. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Shai already said the bear, and I'm gonna add to the list a very cute British show. I thought it was so sweet called Heartstopper, which, ah, was which is adorable via Amanda. Yeah, Amanda very adorable. Uh, I'm gonna add that to the list, um, and just like a sweet little watch. Um, and. I really, I really enjoyed Wednesday. And I think Jenna Ortega is so engaging. I mean, that show is, the show is great. It's great. Whatever. It's cute. But I wanted to see every single episode because I love watching her. She's a star. She's the reason I'm going to watch season two is because I want to watch her. Everyone else, like it's a fun story, but she's, she's worth it. Um, So those are my additions to the list. Oh, and you know what? Honestly, let's not forget about Bridgerton season two. That happened earlier this year. Season two, I great. think season I, four. Great. I think they're I up to like season. I wouldn't four. call it my MVP, but that was fun. Well, not MVP, but mm, it's it pretty great. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, should we move on to actors? MVP actors. Go you. You go sure. Oh, okay. Sure. So for sure. me, sure. Io Ayoadeberry in the Bear is yes. the most amazing new person. Like I didn't know who she was, and I think she's just incredible. And she's also a writer, and right. like I feel like we're at the tip of the iceberg of. Mm-hmm. Of which of what she's gonna end up doing for us as people who love watching good, funny, or intelligent mm-hmm. things. So Ayoda Berry is amazing, and then I, my other MVP is Tatiana Maslany in She Hulk because that that show took a lot of my my sense undeserved crap. Again, like to Will, like I look at Willow also as these things. My kids enjoyed every minute of She Hulk. They weren't sitting around being. I think like, people take things too serious. And 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 they didn't like the CGI. They were like the CGI is kind of weird, but they weren't like taking it apart. They were just enjoying right. it. And Tatiana Maslany is the reason. She's oh, the she best did. living actor. She's incredible. 
Okay, I'm like, I don't mean to harp on it, but I'm 100% sure Lily edited I did not, her I did not. answers after I answered mine. No, and I, I added Shorzy to yours. No, because I, I saw yours like and that. you were like, no, and I was like, oh, I did she not. didn't put, nobody put Shorzy in. I'll I put did. that in as my actor MVP. I'm I'm just going to take screen captures next time. Because no, it's no, fine, but lying. I definitely didn't. L- Lily, it's your turn. Shy, you know that I wrote it first. I'm not playing this I game. I had... Um, this the is only not thing fun. I doctored was that I added in brackets Shorzy to yours, Becky, but otherwise mine was the same. I never touched mine. I had Jeremy Allen White, which I am so excited he's getting his added history of this document. Sure, go ahead. I can't wait till you do, and I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Um, Jeremy Allen White is finally getting the recognition he deserves. He is brilliant, and I thought he was so good in the bear. Um, so I thought he was awesome. And then I have um, Jared Kiso from Shorzy because I thought he was amazing. And Sharon Horgan, it's a kind of like an extra shout out to her because I liked Bad Sisters. It's getting a season two, which I don't see how they can do that. Is it an Apple show? Yeah. Because Apple tends but to it's, commit it seemed to like, like a one. No, but it seemed like a one and done. Like it really completed its story and it was it seemed like a more of like a mini series. Season two is Batter Sisters. Maybe. But she's so great and she's a great actress and she's really funny. And so, yeah, I wanted to make sure that people knew about The end show. of Catastrophe still haunts me. Like it's so good yeah. and so right and so haunting. Um, so Why she's awesome. end? So those they, are mine. They say it together. Well, but you just don't really know. Drown. They're off. I don't know. No, they're like, off drifting. They left their kids on the beach. They went for a swim. In, into life in the into the unknown, and there's crazy waters. Like I just think it's so poignant and like deep. All like right, I love. Becky, I love that. Go ahead. No, I have nothing to add. You guys have said everything. Okay. Wait, you don't have any other MVP no, actors on this whole Jared year. Kiso. She didn't. Well, I didn't else. finish my list because I'm always afraid to finish my list because Lily's just going to steal it. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to see the editing. Most videos. improved Definitely. actors shows MIPs. Oh no, wait. Oh no, I have one for MIP that I didn't write down. Go ahead. That I've been thinking about. Okay. So don't worry. No one else would have thought of this. I was harping on it last night a bunch. But um okay, so I'm watching the offer. And the guy that plays Francis Ford Coppola. Ja- Jared Fo- uh, uh, Fogler. Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler. Jared Fogler's the pedophile from Subway. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Dan Fogler. <laughs> Dan Fogler, who also plays Uncle Marv. All right. So he's perfect so as I, him. So the reason I say because he always plays such a caricature, right? Uncle Marv is a lot. I'm not, it, it's funny, but it's like so much. And to see him be a lot more toned down but still really effective in, and it's, it's almost surprising to see him in the role of Francis Ford Coppola but I really enjoy it because I, you really it's not like I don't know anything about Coppola but he seems like this you know larger than life very intimidating character and he kind of places him in this very every man way and he's like sneaking a cannoli car- and like, early in his career right right he's not Francis Ford Coppola, like he's picked for that movie. See, I love the offer. He's picked for that movie because they were like, well, he can get it done in the budget. Right. And (laughs) so, and I think, so for me, over, you know, that's a real improvement for Dan Bogler to (laughs) see him in that, in that role. All right. I'll go quick. It's Tramal Tillman from Severance, Milchik. At the beginning, I was just like, ugh, this guy is just like, who is this actor? Like, who is this guy? Who's this character? Who's this actor? I just didn't really see. It seems so superfluous in the show. And I just, and then by the end of the season, obviously he blossoms in episode seven. And I think that actor is incredible. And then I have the boys season three, because I think boys season two, I was almost going to give up the show. I, I didn't think the season was that good. And then my God, did season three bring it? 
Season three is Agree. so pretty good. Fan. So I feel like that's like most oh, improved and show. You know what I'm going to also add to most improved? I'm going to go back to Bridgerton and let's talk about Anthony. Season one, like, Annoying, could you care yeah. less about him? Right. Probably not. And season two, so great. Plus, we so were in the great. same doorway as him in London. Blinded me with his beauty. Yeah. <laughs> my my most improved, it's going to be one, I wouldn't say, it, it's not that... It, the one that's most improved for me, and I give the I told you show to my kids, is a show called Ghosts. Not not the British version, but what? The, the American version yeah, of Ghosts. Yeah, I can't get it. They won't let me. I watched the American version with my kids, uh, and they love it, and they're so into it. And as a result, it has made me really love that show. And Utkarsh and Rose mciver are great in that show and it's delightful and we watch it together as a family and that was a show that i immediately wrote off when i first heard of it and i another you know and now i'm, I'm really into it and that's on cbs and paramount my kids now know how to log into paramount unlike anyone else in my family mm-hmm. in order to in order to see that okay any non-movies or tv things you want to talk about like I, for no, example, that's what this yeah, podcast is about. <laughs> so no, what? no, you had one on your list. Did no, I? yeah, you didn't. You put normal oh, gossip no, normal on there. Normal gossip. That was, that was a wonderful shout out gift. to Janine, to my friend Janine. I love when, getting that. I, I've run into random people who listen to that show. Oh, it's talk so about. good. It's amazing. It's so great. So addictive. Nothing I care about less than regular people's like. It scratches an itch. You, yeah, you it's really just, good. You, you uh, know you for me. Oh, can I do a different shout out? Yeah, sure. I'm going to do a shout out to your music video Scraps. With the dog. That, I was that's, 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 that's a wonderful, wonderful. Everyone check out Scraps. Howie, thank you for another amazing musical experience. I was going to say, what does it eat? Scraps video and album was an amazing experience. And then getting to do art for Dan Burns album. And having wild? for the that's about the Tony Kornheiser show. That's like a I don't know a hat trick or a triple something or other. I don't know what they call it in golf. Whatever it is, is that was just I'm still all in one. Away by what do you mean experience. in golf? What did it, what are you and making then, up extra golf terms? I don't know. All, all in, in one. one, and that's it. There's no know. other terms. I don't know. Below par. I don't know. Under par. Four. Under par. Maybe there are more terms. Under par. And then I don't know. Maybe you maybe you need nine tennis rackets in tennis. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very deep cut. That's a deep cut because I bought Allie a giant tennis bag it. for her birthday. Um, and then because I did commit to reading this year, I I granted their graphic novels. The AWA comics are fantastic. Not all robots, fantastic. And I just finished Absolution, which was amazing. And then in the world of theater. Alex Edelman's Just For Us. Uh, if it comes to your town, you got to see it. That's the best Jewish thing, the best non-movie thing, and the best thing thing we've seen this yeah, year. Yeah, that's the best Jewish thing. That's amazing. Uh, what about you, Becky? I feel like we did the list together. Yeah. Okay, that's we were fine. We're doing the list together. All right. I think we can go down to Shomo. I mean, I would say my only other yeah. highlight oh, would be seeing Muna with you and Silk Chiffon live. It was such a great. Such a great audience, such a great performance. I mean, that was that was a really fun one. That was that was pretty fantastic. Shout out to Leslie Murray, who met us. For, she's from the Muna team, who brought my. I made some art for the Muna crew, who um, and she brought it back, and she was so nice about it. And then show emotional moments. My my most show emotional moment, and this is such a weird one, but my most show emotional moment this year was at the end of Menorah in the Middle when Sarah and Laura Silverman 
when they do their scenes, they're so sincere and heartfelt when they come in and they connect with the family and the, the father whose bakery is, is in trouble. I just thought they just brought it and they committed to it. And I loved that. It makes me very emotional every time I see it. Oh, sweet. It was really beautiful. I really appreciate how Sarah Silverman put her heart into what could have been just like, you know, a cameo in a cute Hanukkah movie, but I feel like she really made it really sweet. So, All right. Um, and I had... And they're siblings, and that's cool. They are. I had, uh, oh man, Ethel Fled's death in Last Kingdom got that me. That was this year? No, it was like three years ago. No. When was, was this that? Year? It's hard to remember who's... Who. It was this year. It was 2020. Oh, then I think this year was also the final season of... Okay, Becky's just now remembering of, things live uh, on the podcast. The Expanse. The final season of The Expanse was, was this. Oh, year. it's at the beginning, being the beginning of the year. year because that was I watched what great. I was recovering from my surgery. That was the pretty. Expanse. That was pretty emotional. Yeah, was that was. Good. I'll give that my show emotional. The ending of the Expanse. Okay, I'll just keep. Yeah. The Ethel Fled death. I, you know, I. I, I was, was already. At least I was already over Ethel Fled at that point. No, but when did that come it, out? It was this year. This year, you watched it on the plane home. On the plane home from what? From London or something, oh, and you cried the whole time. Yeah, that's right. I, I was oh, over Ethel Fled by the time so she died. He's had so many no, wives and girlfriends. And what's his name died? The young one, Off, Offred. Offred, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Osford. Osford. I was so whatever. sad for Finnick. That's what okay. I was really. Cool. I was just really happy We're none of the guys I like more died. <laughs> And um, I thought the whole final season the was so, so emotional because the series finale. And then I thought her death was, oh, my gosh, that, that hit me hard. Then I have Dead to Me, the series finale was, I definitely cried. It was, I love that show. And shout out to Christina Applegate. God bless her. And then I thought the heart, Heartstopper ending uh, was very sweet. I know, but knowing that there's going to be a second season, I'm now oh. just nervous. I didn't know I'm there was going to be a second I, There's going to be a second season. I'm just a nervous wreck. I didn't, I didn't not, know that when not I watched gonna, it. Yeah. I'm already excited there's a second season of Les Trois Pins, The Three oh, Pies. Pie. Shai and I are watching a Quebec. Oh, you guys are, are watching it? With Alfred yeah. Molina. Wow. Wow. No loyalty in this room. Why? No loyalty. To what? Fine. I cannot believe you started watching without me because you dangled it in front of me the other day and you're like, oh, let's watch this. I'm like, that sounds great. Then you put something I, else on. I think that he's I, going through something today. <laughs> I, <laughs> Something's I, happening. I mean, that's possible I did that, but I, I like, I don't, I feel like an Alfred Molina you slow burn mystery. Next time, then I have a tea. I'm drinking a chamomile. Do you and, need, then, <laughs> and then next time, the next time I have a movie night. I'm just going to take a picture of all the nice food, <laughs> send it to you, and then lock my doors and not let anyone over. And on that note, where can people follow you? Have a terrible new year. <laughs> <laughs> where can people follow you? At Friday Night Movie Sisters. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no. just, I'm just letting people know what FNM stands for. At FNM Sisters on Instagram. F&M. But you're only following me because Becky doesn't. Do no, Becky's there. She's in the video. She did the. She did about? the. We that did the whole for, review. That was barely. <laughs> By the way, I mean, my my other favorite things of the year is humiliating myself is, for our Instagram account. Is Lily all by myself? Is Lily doing talking to the camera while skiing? 
You're the best thing. Teeny tiny, thing to, tiny helmet. In her teeny tiny helmet, but also brutal. she's just yelling at the top of her lungs. It's oh my brutal. god. It's brutal. It's she sounds brutal. like mom mad at me for pretending not to that I can't hear her. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Um all right, and you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table. All the Friday New Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie. The theme music is by What Does It Eat? Happy New Year, everybody. To everyone but Becky. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I want Becky to have a happy new year. Well, I'm right behind Becky in how I feel about new years. I have no happy new year's day. Just need a nap, guys, okay? <laughs> and a cookie, maybe? And a cookie. A snack. Yeah. Right. Good night. I mean, goodbye. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you.